Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Hey, Andrew. Hello, Edwin. Good to see you here today talking about Matthew chapter 1. Yeah, good to see you, my friend. Are you going to read to us from a little bit? I, I know I we're not going to read the whole chapter. No, we won't. We won't. But let's uh, let's let's uh, mine this genealogy uh, for uh, for another devotion here in Matthew chapter one and verses one through six. Sounds good. The book of the genealogy of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham begot Isaac. Isaac begot Jacob. Jacob begot Judah and his brothers. Judah begot Perez and Zerah by Tamar. Perez begot Hezron. Hezron begot Ram. Ram begot Amenadab. Amenadab begot Nashon. Nashon begot Salmon. Salmon begot Boaz by Rahab. Boaz begot Obed by Ruth. Obed begot Jesse. And Jesse begot David the king. David the king begot Solomon by her who had been the wife of Uriah, Solomon begot Rehoboam. I'm going to pause right there because something unique about the genealogy of Jesus, as Matthew records it, is to give the name of certain mothers. There's women in here as well. Now, you know, maybe somebody's just tuning in and this is all very new and all these names sound peculiar. Uh, but yeah, there are ladies' names laced in here with men's. And uh, maybe our ears aren't attuned to all of them, but it does talk about Ruth. That's a lady's name. Uh, her, who was the wife of Uriah, and that's also referring to a woman. And, and that's different. So often in the genealogies, it just gives fathers. I know in First Chronicles, some of the mothers are mentioned. I know as it talks about various kings, their mothers are often mentioned. But Matthew is actually tying to a particular genealogy. Yeah, this when, line of... David, we've talked about. Well, no, Abraham I mean a following. particular genealogy written in the Old Testament. Oh, okay. A particular one that we have recorded, and I'm talking about Genesis chapter 5. Okay. So in Genesis chapter 5, listen to how this begins. This is the book of the generations of Adam. Mm-hmm. Matthew chapter 1. This is the book of genealogy of Jesus Christ. Okay. Okay. That's that he's he's calling to mind this very first genealogy that was recorded in the first book of the Jewish scriptures. So it's very interesting that the first book of the Christian scriptures starts with this genealogy. He's calling that one to mind. Mm -hmm. And when we look in Genesis chapter 5, mothers aren't mentioned. Even Eve, the mm -hmm. mother of the living, is not mentioned except for in the repetition of creation. Male and female, he created them, and he blessed them and named them man when they were created. But then as he goes on and starts listing the genealogy, it's just the fathers. Adam fathered a son in his own likeness. Mm -hmm. All right, so that's, that, and, it, and it just goes on from there. Yeah. Seth fathered a son, and then uh, as we lay yeah. back, all, all the ones mentioned, all the way down to Noah. So Matthew is very specifically calling that genealogy to mind, that record of a genealogy, and he's basically continuing it. Mm -hmm. But what we find in Genesis 5 is mothers aren't mentioned. No, now, some, it, it does say that these men all had many sons and daughters. Yeah. So it's not like it ignores that there are women involved there's in mankind. Always women when there's begatting. And, Men but, and women begat. But when Matthew tells his genealogy, he departs from how Moses 
recorded that original genealogy by bringing up mothers who mm-hmm. are a part of this as well. And you've already mentioned a couple of them, Bathsheba, the wife of Uriah, Ruth. Yeah. You've got Rahab. You've got Tamar. Yeah. There's of course, four. Mary. Uh, so we've got five mentioned. I, let's talk about Mary tomorrow. Today, I want to just uh, talk with you about uh, Tamar, well, Rahab, Ruth, and Bathsheba. Yeah. So again, from Jewish perspective, we have been reading here largely a royal genealogy going from Abraham, but then to David, and then all of these kings. Um, and yet with these women, um, that their, their stories, their backstories, well, they're certainly not like Jewish king stories. No. Well, these are going to be, in, in some of these really, with their, with their story and what happened, uh, these are the kind of the things we don't want to think about so much. These are some of the stories that you might kind of call that a skeleton in the closet kind of story, not the one that you bring out and write down in the genealogy. And well, let's make sure and get these names on the birth certificates too. These are the kind of stories that cause you to drop out of the presidential race. Exactly. Oh boy, they found out about my great grandma and this makes me look bad and I'm done. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what? I'm going to go ahead and give my support to that guy over there. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what these kinds of stories bring up. Yeah. Which, which, okay, let the cat out of the bag. I thought we'd get to this at the end of this conversation, but here we are already. Uh, well, it's, we, why would we, Matthew include these stories? Yeah. In, in the, I mean, we're talking in the first six verses. Look, we lead with the headlines. That's what Matthew's doing. Headline, <laughs> Jesus is the Christ. Jesus Let me show Christ. that to you. Well, and and okay, by the way, so as I'm headline, this to you, why are these women in this genealogy? And it's not just it's not just the question of why are women involved, but you know, of these numbers of men, really, these are the ones we want to expose when we're going to part ways from the way these genealogies are normally done. I'm going to bring in these particular individuals that starts with Tamar. Just real quick, tell me the story of Tamar. Well, I don't know if I can tell that one story that uh, quickly, but Do here, it quickly. Here, here's the gist of us. Gist of it. Judah, one of the patriarchs, has taken a wife for his son. Yes. His son dies. There is a, there is a a custom that then I guess is a rule in the law of Moses called leveret marriage. And the purpose of it is this, that if a man dies for the sake of his inheritance, his brother needs to marry the widow, have a child by her. And yet this child is going to be in the name of, in the inheritance line of the son who died. Okay. So Judah needs to go about marrying her to a brother, that brother, which not. he did. Yes, correct. He, he did do that he, once. He's faithful in this once, but this this fella, he does not do right by Tamar. He dies. Now Judah feels like Tamar is like death to my sons. The last thing I want to do is marry her off again. But he's wrong for that. He's wrong for that. So Tamar is just widowed, has no son. What are we going to do with Tamar? Tamar dresses up like a prostitute and fools Judah that Tamar's not really Tamar. She's just some prostitute on the side of the road, and Judah has her services, and now she's pregnant, and now it seems like, oh no, Tamar has been acting like a prostitute. Well, of course she has, but Judah's concerned that this is bringing terrible shame on the family and probably need to stone her or something. I told you I couldn't do this quickly. You were right. I should have known. I'm sorry. It's a very complex story. Ta-da, Judah, you're the one you're who has that. been with Tamar. This is like ancient soap opera story it's right here. Ancient, opera. as as Judea turns, going on 
in Genesis. And this is what's called to mind. By the way, one thing we've I think we forgot to mention there is that in addition to that, Tamar is Canaanite. Oh, that was yeah, she's not I with that. Jewish. She's not of the Hebrew line, and it's not like where Abraham sent his servant back to get a wife from the family back in the homeland. It's just from this land here, Judah brings this wife into his family. But but it is a surprise, and it is so perfect. So here's a Canaanite woman, and a descendant is coming that's going to be a descendant of kings, or excuse me, an ancestor of kings, an ancestor of Christ, but from this very convoluted story of... So the next one's Rahab. Can you tell that story a little quicker? You don't no, have to tell. You, know you don't I have can't. to tell the whole story. Just what's the key point the here key about Rahab? Is she was the Canaanite, and she was a harlot, and she helped the spies in Judah. Uh, excuse me, the spies in Jericho. The deal she cut was when Jericho falls, save me and my family. And she goes, and she marries into the line of Jesus Christ. And then we get to Ruth. I look. I, that's four beautiful chapters. Story, it's Ruth. a beautiful story. We don't have time for you to tell that story. What's the key point about Ruth, though, in this? She's a Moabitess. She's not Jewish. She's not Jewish. In fact, Moabites were not supposed to be a part of the congregation of God's people at all. She ends up being the great-grandmother of the King David. Mm -hmm. That is amazing. Here's what we get from these three women, I believe. One of the things that we learn here is that, you know what? Jesus is not just King of the Jews. Mm Mm-hmm. Jesus is yeah. king of the Gentiles. He he did not just come from the Jews. He's not just a son of God. He's not just a son of man. He's not just a son of David, and he's not just a son of Abraham. He is a son of these Gentile women mm-hmm. who were brought mm-hmm. into the family of God. And what Matthew is pointing forward to is there's going to be a lot of Gentiles who are brought into Absolutely. the family of God. Absolutely. So then with David... Okay, we we pick up that uh, the line continues by her who had been the wife of Uriah. Her name is Bathsheba. Her name is Bathsheba. And that's where Solomon uh, comes from. But her name is not given here. That's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. What what do you think Matthew is highlighting? When he, when, when he describes her as the one who had been the wife of Uriah, what is he bringing to mind well, about David? He's reminding about the sin of David, about his adultery, about his murder, about his bloodshed. So Jesus is is not just the son of God. He's mm. not just the son of man. Jesus is the son of sinners. Mm. Jesus is the descendant of sinners. This is the kind of scandal. Yeah, th- this is the kind of scandal that keeps you out of politics right. that keeps you out. Uh, but Matthew leads with this. Okay, so wait, 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 wait. Matthew, what you're telling me is we're looking for the Messiah— and the guy who is the Jewish Messiah, the hope of the Jewish people, comes from prostitutes and folks who acted like prostitutes and folks who were in other nations, and then from this man who stole another man's wife, and that that's, that's who we're talking about? This is really your hope of Israel and the hope of the whole world? Why do you think Matthew would include all of this, Andrew? Well, number one, I think it's because it's true. Uh, if you were going to make this thing up, if you wanted to create, you know, someone that's bigger than life, you wanted to create that in your mind, you don't put all these little chinks in the army ar- armor, you know, and at the outset. Yeah, you don't start off and in the first six verses raise four objections. Yeah. Unless it's true. Unless it's true. This is the way it is. I'm telling you, this is the way it was. Yeah. And I think that's absolutely right. Now, you said number one. Do you have a number two or is that your big... 
I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> well, since I wasn't ready for the question, I didn't. I meant number one in, in oh, fundamentally, this is preeminent. Yeah. Well, I think that's the point. I I, I wasn't sure how preeminently. Exactly I, look, I think that's the truth. And you, you, I tell you, one of the other things that this does is it points out and sets the stage for the fact that Jesus, the Messiah, is probably not always going to be and do what you expect. You know, and probably even before we get out of chapter one, that's the case. These very humble beginnings, Mary, pregnant of the Holy Spirit, right? But but Joseph, her betrothed, finds that hard to accept. Let's talk about that tomorrow. Let's let's not get into that today. <laughs> <laughs> We've got one minute left. Let's not start tomorrow's well, I mean, conversation. Yeah, but I'm just saying, in, 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 in that respect, as amazing and miraculous as it is, Maybe there has been some foreshadow of the kind of heart and commitment of blessed women from difficult circumstances in the genealogy of Jesus, and and now we have Mary. That sounds like a good segue. I want to talk about Mary tomorrow because we're going to find that Jesus is not only the son of David, the son of Abraham, the son of God, the son of man. He is the son of Mary. So let's, uh, hey, come back tomorrow for that conversation. Thanks for listening. Recommend this podcast to others. Please share it, get online and rate it and review it. It, We'd love for folks to learn about this and get to be a part of our conversation about Jesus. Go to the Facebook group. We'd love for you to join us over there as well. Let's go ahead and wrap up today with a prayer. Holy God, you are magnificent and awesome. You are wondrous and powerful. You don't always do what we expect. And that to me is just so profound. Uh, you, You know, if... If the God that I believed in always did what I expected, he'd probably be a God I made up. We didn't make you up. You're the real God. You're the true God. You're the God who works through real situations and real life events in history. And you brought us Jesus. Thank you. It's through him that we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne. Hello, Edwin. Hello, Andrew. I think that you were going to... I think I was going to start. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Hey, Andrew.